2: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Happy Monday to you. Thanks for coming along
3: today. Gorgeous day. Absolutely beautiful. After the weekend as well, we've cooled off considerably. Things are good. Kath, good to see you as well. Happy Monday.
4: Thank you, John. I just want you to know that I'm really enjoying summer now.
3: <laughs> yeah. What a difference I'm 10 in, degrees I'm makes. i in.
4: I feel really good about it. I mean, once we made it through the 4th of July at 100 degrees, now I feel really good about it now. It's, Pittsburgh's gorgeous this time of year.
5: It is, very much I think so. we
4: should all soak it up. I think we should just, all of us make a pact together that we're going to eat outside until Labor Day.
3: As much as possible.
4: Yeah. I think just, let's just make the commitment whether it's That's possible fine, or fine. not. You're just going to say you're going to. Do you have a garden? Yes, I do have a garden. Hey, good for and you. I'm and really, I'm happy with my garden this year.
3: Are you? Yeah. Growing tomatoes?
4: No, I didn't. All I did, I didn't do, it's not a food
3: garden. Okay.
4: It's flowers and
3: herbs. Nice. Very nice. But I feel good about it. Excellent. My backyard currently looks like um, the Armageddon Mm. has Mm -hmm. passed through it, so there's no garden this year, Uh huh. but uh, all is well.
4: What's happened to your garden?
3: Oh, I made a little misstep there with the retaining wall, Uh and uh, I got some chaos back there, some heavy machinery, and lots Mm -hmm. and lots of mud. Lots of mud.
4: So maybe it's not the best time for the planting of flowers, you're saying?
3: No, 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 no. Okay. There's, no there's no flowers going on. There's a lot of frowns up there, not right. a lot of happy I in, flowers. I
4: understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a big night tonight.
3: It is a gigantic night tonight, isn't it? Um, this is the second time that the President of the United States will do a primetime reveal of his latest Supreme Court pick. Um, it's fascinating, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this ever in the history of... The the presidential uh, arm of the government done anything like this?
4: What? Where he's he's announced it in prime time? Yeah. Oh, probably not. I mean, this is. big. I'm telling you, you know, when this all started, hmm. this all started when LeBron left Chicago or left Cleveland the first time. Remember his primetime reveal on ESPN? Yeah. I mean, it was so stupid and everybody hated him for it, but somehow it got stuck into like the mind of people who are celebrities, and so they decided this is what we should
3: all do. Right. Okay. So President Trump is doing this this evening. I wonder, I I guess all the networks will pause, do the thing.
4: Here's the thing. What president trump is going to say tonight is of much more import than lebron saying that he was leaving cleveland <laughs> let me just clarify that you think okay, one of them is much more far-reaching you... in its importance however yeah until now this was not something that was done in primetime.
3: no so uh, i look forward to it i'm excited are you going to tune in of yes
4: of course snacks I'm, available i'm going to be live tweeting i wonder if it's what am i going to say I how, how I long know.
3: can it be how long is it going to last 15 minutes
4: Oh, okay, can't! I don't think it could even last that long. I mean, he'll he'll introduce the person, and he'll have that person say something. Maybe let's see. When he did, yes, when he introduced Gorsuch, so. did Gorsuch speak?
3: I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Okay.
4: okay. I mean, how long can that be?
3: Mrs. Gorsuch was there as well. Remember that?
4: I remember the swearing in. I guess I don't remember mm-hmm. the nomination. Part.
3: No, it was, it was like you know, sort of in the um, where the president is was it the East Room mm-hmm. of the White House, maybe, and um, it just was awkward. Maybe this time they'll, you know. I mean, I, I mean can you imagine being? Pu- I'm sure that they, they, uh, as of what five minutes ago, the president had said that he had made his selection. So, as the president makes his selection, I uh, imagine the nominee has now been told right. and is in the fold of the White House. Right. I
4: mean, do all the people? Is this like? Um, I don't know. Is this like the voice? Where if you're one of the finalists, like you and all your family members have to go to Los Angeles, like they all have to be there. So in case you win, everybody's there.
3: I don't know. Or does the president hand someone a rose? Like The Bachelor. I don't think that's what it I is. I might be. I no, mean all not, these no. All these game show wanna, TV no. metaphors come into play. You no, know, because we are TV. We are people of the TV. Yeah. Right. We used to be people of the word. Now we're people of the TV. Mm-hmm. So all those metaphors, all those actions will come into play, at least in our minds.
4: Probably not in all people's minds. I think so. But, I mean, I think it's. I think it, not everybody would think of a game show like you and I would.
3: I think if you're of a certain age and you were, you know, weaned on this, it comes into that, right?
4: Mm-hmm. All right, so coming up next in just a little bit, um, we've got a contest that we've rolled out on Facebook and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's called Choose Your Supreme Court Justice. Yes, I'm very excited about it.
3: So we will.
4: Give you all the details and, and give you options, Right. because I, you know, the president says he's limited to these four, but the president could pick anyone. He could.
3: Yeah, he, he doesn't
4: have to pick one of these four people that he's narrowed it down
3: to. All this could be a canard. He could pick. He could pick you. Me? No, no. If, if he picked me, I would have already told everybody on the air.
4: Well, but maybe he hasn't told you yet.
3: <laughs> that could be. All
4: Anything right. could happen. This what, is very exciting.
3: Too bad we should not resurrect the. Um, the vein of Monty Hall, speaking of that. Monty
4: Hall. Door or, number one. Or what about Wayne Brady? Oh. Wayne Brady's the new Monty Hall. He is. I think Wayne Brady's a lot funnier than Monty Hall ever was. Well, I had nostalgia for Monty Hall. No, he, he was my uncle. He was really dorky. No, no. I'm sorry. He doesn't share your name. He does. Mm-hmm. No,
3: no I, I would say be. Monty Hall had brought a little class to the show. He did. He, no, you get, it may give me a look like he did.
4: There was no class yes, on that was. show. There, there never was. was. What all of a sudden this? You're trying to get this into a highbrow thing. Look, no, no, no. Look, no, I'm this, this
3: wasn't the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. Okay. Twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. Now no.
4: that was a little classy. No, it wasn't. Oh yeah, no. it was, this isn't password or no. something like that.
3: <laughs> to tell the truth, yeah, it's that, not was that, man. Okay, the truth that was, was classy. Okay, that was a little classy. Anyway, all right.
4: So coming up next,
3: choose your Supreme Court justice.
4: Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Contest comes up next.
6: 101.5 WORD.
7: Your station for Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef.
5: I am absolutely convinced in my mind that when each member of the body of Christ unwraps a spiritual gift and uses the spiritual gift and develops that spiritual gift, the body of Christ and the kingdom of Jesus is blessed and great things begin to happen.
6: Make sure to tune in this week to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yousap. Tomorrow
7: morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD.
8: Discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. See what the largest non-denominational pre-K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whippeo Athletics to fine arts, service activities, and more. Eden Christian Academy, Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org. My
9: practice here in Wexford truly feels like home to me. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. It's really incredible to see these former classmates, families of classmates, people I went to church with, now as patients of mine. I really find it the biggest blessing and then a huge responsibility to give my community the best care possible.
10: Exceptional Dentistry, Compassionate Care. Come say hi to Dr. Stock at Cranberry Community Days, July 13th and 14th. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. It's Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 19th through 21st and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off No, Trinity is not going out of business. They've just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary, half off, half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships. Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road at TrinityJewelers.com.
3: Amy Coney Barrett, (laughs) Brett Kavanaugh, Raymond Kettledge, Come on down! You are the latest Supreme Court picks. Who will be the ultimate champion this evening? Unveiled at 9 p.m. local standard time here across the nation. Okay, it's a big night. It's a huge night. Now we have on our Facebook page and on Twitter a ballot. Mm-hmm, we do, and the ballot has the three front runners, the four frontrunners. four cool. I guess, clear. and a host of so-called dark horses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because even though the president has spoken highly of at least four of the picks on the ballot, there's always that sort of, you never know, Right. something may happen, the dark horse in the far corner that may surprise and shock the nation.
4: Right. It's it's like the Kentucky Derby. Right. Anybody could win. Anybody could win. All right. So can we talk about some of the front runners? Sure we can. All right. Can we start with Amy? I'd love to. Okay. This is Judge Barrett. Um.
3: What do you know? Here's what I when I think of Amy Comey Barrett, yeah, the dogma
4: lives loudly within you. Yeah, Diane Feinstein, right, right. That was her uh, her nomination hearing yeah, for yeah. Uh, her circuit court appointment, which was ridiculous. I mean, not the not not it wasn't ridiculous that she was chosen. It was ridiculous that Diane Feinstein said that because she was Catholic, because she dared dared I tell you to be, to be Roman down. Catholic. Right, right. Uh, that the dogma lived loudly li- li- within her. But she was approved anyway. Okay, yeah. so Amy Barrett, 46 years old. She's the youngest of the, uh, of our uh, nominees, right? Uh, let's see. She uh, works at Notre Dame.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. these Notre Dame uh, threads. Raised there?
4: in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- oh, I'm sorry. She's a former professor of law at Notre Dame. Of course, now she's a full-time judge. Um, she clerked for Antonin Scalia. Mm-hmm. Um, also
3: Catholic. Yes. People you know, of praise. I mean, Hashtag. oh,
4: people of praise. This is this is the group that um, that she belongs to, so to speak. That people right. are calling a cult, right. which is, you know, it's like calling the Peace Corps a cult.
3: A charismatic Catholic, founded in 1971. People of Praise has raised red flags for many with rumors of a lifelong oath of loyalty and a system by which members are paired with other That's members so silly. to help them to stay faithful. That was faithful. so silly.
4: Okay, we talked about this group last Friday on our show. Yep. Listen to me. If you're concerned about what this group is, just look it up online. It is no big deal. No. I mean, the guy who's the head of it right now is an electrical engineering professor at Notre Dame. It's not like these are, you know, slacker people who don't care about education and want to live in the backwoods with handmaidens.
3: This is not the handmaid's tale.
4: This is not The Handmaid's Tale. Although
3: the media, mainstream media, in many sectors will have you believe that. Right.
4: I think some of the criticism about mainstream media is overblown in this case.
3: Not at all. Not at all. No, no. Not at all. Okay. So I think at one point, uh, Amy Coney uh, Barrett was probably the the big frontrunner.
4: Well, she's the only woman in this list. So Mm -hmm. some people might still think of her as a frontrunner. Right. I mean, she's the one I think that might have the hardest
3: time. She made comments, right, about uh, the, the in Clinton impeachment.
4: Well, yeah, okay, I don't remember this.
3: Yeah, she talked about this that you know that maybe has raised red flags because it has some sort of similar impeachment talk to President Trump, which is just doesn't hold any water at all. But that that's kind of like you know. Um, From what I read, perhaps uh, uh, the reason she may be avoided.
4: Yeah. As soon as you brought that up, then I do remember that. Mm -hmm. Right. But that doesn't – I I think that that is – there's no line of if and then between – Clinton and Trump, no, so I don't think no, that isn't. I don't think no. that would work. I think her the biggest concern people have about her is her Catholicism, and because she has made that such a part of her life.
3: No, wait a second, because Brett. Now, Kavanaugh, keep in mind,
4: the Constitution prohibits there being a religious test, so yeah. we shouldn't even be talking about this.
3: Well, the other front runner, Brett Kavanaugh, he's also a Catholic.
4: Yeah, but he has not. He has. He's not people to praise, right?
3: He's just a Catholic.
4: Right. <laughs> he's just a plain old Catholic.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay. Should we go to Brett Kavanaugh yeah, next? Yeah. Okay. This is a. Uh, this is. Uh, contestant number two. Number
3: two. Brett Kavanaugh, 53, is Catholic. The judge is the District of Columbia Circuit of the United States Court of Appeals. A regular lector. At his church. What? So he's active in the worship service. Wait a minute. That's mm-hmm.
4: that's for sure a concern to mainstream America. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. He is a
3: regular doctor at his church, which is the shrine of the most blessed sacrament in Washington, D.C. That
4: sounds almost as crazy as people of praise.
3: He volunteers for St. Maria's Meals Program at Catholic Charities, according to his biography on his website. He's also tutored at the Washington Jesuit Academy. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, unlike Amy uh, Coney Barrett, who served on the bench for less than a year, Kavanaugh has a long history of judicial decisions behind him. He was nominated by G.W. Bush, whom he served as a White House lawyer. He spent 12 years as a judge on the D.C. Circuit. Nice. Nice. Um, several of those decisions deal with issues important to religious conservatives, including abortion rights. Yes. Uh yeah. Okay. So that's Brett Kavanaugh, age fifty-three.
3: Okay. So maybe going back to Amy Coney Barrett, that the the lack of the paper trail is something that, that they would consider a, a big negative, right? But here, well,
4: because she's—I mean, she was only and, right. She was oh, only she there, uh, nominated year. what six months ago.
3: Yeah. So that that may be a liability going in. All right. right. So Raymond Kefler.
4: However, the thing Amy Coney Barrett, contestant number one, yes. has in her favor she'd be she's the youngest, so she could
3: serve the <laughs> longest. She's what? Ostensibly. Forty six. She forty seven. Forty six. I mean, you know, look at Ruth, Bins- Ruth, G- Ruth Bader Ginsburg. How old is she? Eighty. She eighty
4: eight. I don't think she's that old, but she's in her eighties. Yeah.
3: So I mean, you know, forty years on the Supreme Court. Why not?
9: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Shall we see uh, contestant number three?
3: Mm -hmm. Raymond Kethledge, he is the number three. Raymond Kethledge is a judge for the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. He would be the sole evangelical Christian on the Supreme Court. What? How about that? He is 51. He would also break the Ivy League mold, as would Barrett. Raised in Michigan, he earned his undergraduate and law degrees from the University of Michigan. He lives in the Great Lakes States. He has said he writes his opinions in a rustic barn office overlooking Lake Huron with no internet, no cell phone reception, and a wood stove for heat. Okay, that is awesome. I love that. Okay,
4: every one of these people has something awesome about yeah. them, and that's the thing that's awesome about Raymond Kethledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fabulous.
3: In a barn with a mm-hmm. wood stove.
4: I absolutely love that. Uh let's see. He co-wrote a book on leadership called Lead Yourself First, Inspiring Leadership Through Solitude, about the importance of reflection that draws on the examples of many leaders, including Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and Pope John Paul II. Okay, he clerked for Kennedy, Yeah, practiced law for 15 years.
3: Wow. Okay, this is interesting to me. Now, anytime I get a chance to say this name, Ernest Ainsley, I'm going to say it. Uh, among his decisions, Raymond Kethlid's decisions, is Akesta versus Cathedral Buffet Inc., which concerned a buffet restaurant owned and operated by Grace Cathedral Church, whose president is Ohio televangelist Ernest Ainsley. Ainsley was accustomed to recruiting volunteers from the pulpit to work at the buffet restaurant for a, a But it was a for-profit enterprise, Mm, a practice that the Labor Department said violated minimum wage requirements. So there's Ernest Ainsley saying, come and work for free.
4: (laughs) He's such a good guy. He's concerned about everybody. Ernest, I really like that. Okay. Okay, um, And then uh, number four, contestant. Number four. Thomas Hardiman.
3: Thomas Hardiman. What do you know?
4: Oh, he's. I mean, he's the local connection.
3: He's a Pittsburgher.
4: I mean, I feel like if we're concerned about you know the promotion of Pittsburgh, we should be behind this man.
3: Yeah. Can you imagine it with a terrible towel in the Supreme Court?
4: That would be fabulous. It would be. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, President G.W. Bush nominated Thomas Hardiman to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit, which covers Pennsylvania, Jersey, and Delaware back in 07. He'd previously served as a trial judge in U.S. District Court, Pennsylvania, worked in private practice in Washington, D.C., and
3: right here in Pittsburgh. I wonder if um, our friend from Grove City College knows him. Oh, Paul McNulty. Well, I bet he does. Right. I'm just guessing. They would probably sort of cross places.
4: Thomas Hardiman is 53 years old, graduated from Notre Dame and Georgetown Law School and started his career as a legal associate in Washington, D.C.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, he has sort of has the family, family. inside track. Right, right. This is President Trump's sister's pick.
11: Mm-hmm.
4: And they, because they serve on the same appeals court.
3: How can you ignore and your sister? And she likes him. She yeah. likes him, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to go against your now, sister. Now,
4: Hardiman was on the president's previous list of Supreme Court candidates before he nominated Neil Gorsuch. Oh. So does that mean that he has the inside track because mm-hmm. he was on the last list? Okay. Mm-hmm. His most notable opinions focus on religious freedom, prisoners' rights, and the Second Amendment, according to the Heritage Foundation. Nice.
3: He paid his way through uh, Notre Dame I love working that. as a taxi driver. I love that. Mm-hmm. Every
4: one of these people has something fabulous right, about right, them. Right. That's cool. Okay, so Thomas Hardiman is the taxi driver. Yep. Right? Raymond Kethledge. Not Robert De Niro. No, different. Right. Raymond Kethledge is the guy who writes his Supreme Court opinions the with, with a wood stove and no internet access. Overlooking
3: Lake Huron.
4: Right. Um, Brett Kavanaugh is the lector.
3: Yes. Right? In the uh, regular lecture and
4: does Meals on Wheels. Mm-hmm. Right. And Amy Coney Barrett is the youngest and.
3: She's the people of praise. People of praise. They're all cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like it. Now could I you imagine if if uh, you know Hillary Clinton had won the bios we would be reading
11: No how, how I vastly not, different I how not. vastly which different which
4: is probably the main reason why President Trump was elected
3: I believe so That's probably the main right? reason Yeah yeah
4: Okay so on our Facebook page and on Twitter we have a contest going mm-hmm. even now It's called Choose your Supreme Court Justice That's
3: right So we ask you to log in either on our Twitter pages or Supreme or our Supreme Court or our Facebook page And you'll see the names, Amy Coney Barrett, Thomas Hardiman, Brett Kavanaugh, Raymond Kethledge, along with a host of what we are calling the Dark Horses. Mm. Katho's Dark Horses include...
4: Simon Cowell. What? He has judged a lot of people. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to care very much for anyone.
3: Although, what goes against Simon Cowell is that he is not a U.S. citizen. (sighs)
4: That would be outside the box. It
3: would be, Mm -hmm. yeah.
4: All right. How about uh, Judge Judy?
3: Judge Judy stepping down from her TV role and entering into the fold of the Supreme Court. Now,
4: here's the problem for Judge Judy is that she would have to take a pay cut.
3: A big pay cut. Yeah,
4: because her current salary is $48 million a year.
3: Yeah. What do you think a Supreme Court justice earns?
4: (laughs) I bet it's considerably less.
3: Yes. Uh-huh. Plus, Judge Judy, she's just used to being by herself.
4: She might have a hard time coming to like any kind of consensus. Right.
3: She does not suffer fools gladly either. Mm. Right. Although I'd like to hear her her judgments. Right. Because she's got a long paper trail.
4: Uh, what about um, a special two for one deal? Okay. Adam Levine and Blake Shelton.
3: Two for one. Because mm-hmm. like you
4: can't separate them. I no, mean, right. they've been. They're the only two people that can. They neither. One can ever be without the other on the voice.
3: Right. So Adam Levine would be the first Supreme Court justice with tattoos and a leather jacket. Right.
4: And who changes the color of his hair. Mm-hmm. And Blake Shelton just wouldn't give a care. No. Okay. So here's what I think. They're also good in coming up with their own factions. They're, you know, they're they're very competitive. Yeah. I think they would be perhaps excellent in this role.
3: They may be able to break through the, the Democrat-Republican or Or
4: they could make it much worse. They could. It'd be yeah. exciting either way. hmm Um, Another dark horse, I'd like to put forward the name of Samson.
3: Samson as the Supreme Court Justice. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately.
4: He has a bad track record with women. (laughs) Yes. And and, um, unable to see by the end.
3: And he's no longer with us.
4: Right. So that's probably not going to work. Right. Um, My last dark horse candidate that I'd like to put forward Mm -hmm. uh, for Supreme Court Justice who smells, Does that name mean anything to you, Mike? Elihu Does it mean anything to you? Smails. No. It mean anything to you? Who is that?
3: Well, he's from a very famous. He's a character. He's a fictional character mm-hmm. in a um, a film that is much beloved.
4: I don't think we should say it. I think we should have people talk about it look okay. it up all right. okay so if you know who Elihu smells maybe he's going to be your pick all right um people are already weighing in on facebook all sorts of people uh, putting in their vote and here's the thing if you vote for the same candidate the president votes for mm-hmm. we're going to enter you in a drawing and we have two not one but two family four packs tickets to idlewild park nice. and soak zone
3: Okay, so tonight as the president reveals his choice for the Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. and if you voted along correctly, tomorrow we'll go into the gigantic Word FM bin, smash around all the entrants, mm-hmm. choose someone, mm-hmm. and uh, well, actually we'll choose two, and you mm-hmm. get those family four-packs to Idlewild. Yeah, it's very So never in, never in history has Idlewild Park and the Supreme Court been connected, but today here in the right home, it's a historical first, another historical first
4: and probably uh, brett Kavanaugh never expected he'd be in the same conversation with samson in a Smiles. i'm just <laughs> guessing that he'd be surprised by that anyway i also find us on twitter kathy underscore word fm john hall underscore word fm we'll take your twitter votes as well as your facebook votes so vote early vote often
3: take a break uh oh we're not we are taking a break we'll come back in just a few minutes and um regale you with other stories stick around
12: Tired of working for everyone else? With Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Pittsburgh, you can be your own boss and own your own business. It's a common dream that too often goes unrealized. As owner of your own commercial cleaning franchise, you can finally take control of your future. Vanguard Cleaning Systems offers you a turnkey opportunity that takes you through everything step-by-step. From the initial setup, marketing, and even providing you with new customers. Even if you have no experience, Vanguard will equip you to succeed at your own pace. Vanguard's expertise is why they're consistently ranked as a top franchise and entrepreneur magazine. Isn't it time you stopped working for everyone else? Discover the daily joy of being your own boss. All it takes is an initial upfront investment as low as $5,000 that will quickly pay for itself with Vanguard's proven model of success. To start your own janitorial business or expand your current one, call Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Western PA, 724-870-4120.
5: When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home. Coming soon. Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com. When you're a kid... Idlewild is a
6: place full of adventures. There are rides that are just your size, treats to tickle your taste buds, and special friends like Daniel Tiger to touch your heart. When you're a grown-up, Idlewild is every bit as magical, every bit as memorable, every bit as fun. Idlewild and Soap Zone, because you love to see them smile right now. Buy a season pass. Just $59.99 online at Idlewild.com.
10: It's Trinity Jewelers 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 19th through 21st and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They've just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers 20th anniversary, half off half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships trinity jewelers mount nebo road at TrinityJewelers.com. isn't crushing candy just boring play the hit puzzle game best fiends it's sweeping the nation tired of matching candies give best fiends a try it's fun fresh and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family download best fiends for free in the app store or google play that's
13: friends without the r best fiends With high pressure dominating tonight, skies will be clear to partly cloudy with a low of 68. We'll turn humid tomorrow with partial sunshine ahead of a cold front that could drop a shower or thunderstorm in the area in the afternoon with a high of 85. Patchy clouds behind that front tomorrow night, a low of 60. Then a comfortable and less humid day on Wednesday as high pressure builds right back in. Plenty of sunshine with a high of 81. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM.
3: Friday night, uh, we went out to have a little bite to eat, and then, as we always do, we'll make the rounds to um, half price books Mm. and or the exchange. Sure, which is kind of like you know our sort of browsing. I love it.
4: It's like if you can't find enough yard sales to go to, you have to go to those
3: places. Right. Uh, So my my twenty year old, you know that 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 sort of um, that generation, um, they, they they found their way back to vinyl. And so he's he's big into his vinyl. He came home with um a brand. <laughs> this is weird. This was still in its uh, original sort of um wrapping. A Commodores. Commodores record. Please tell me it had Brick House on it. It it did. It's I mean, which best was a song find, of all time. a find. The Commodores on vinyl still wrapped up brand new. I think he paid 7 bucks for the it. The
4: Commodores were such a great like R&B band. Yeah. And and then they became the he, the shell for all the ballads, you know oh, all the right, Lionel Richie right. ballads.
3: So because I think Lionel Richie sort of took control, right?
4: I'm not sure he made a bajillion dollars, so yeah. But then I'm he sure le- it was worth it. But more.
3: then he left the he left the Commodores.
4: Yeah, he started out. I think he played a horn in the Commodores. Really? I think he played the sax or something. Really, really. Before he before he became the singer, I or maybe know even that. they were an instrumental band before they even had lyrics.
5: Really? Yeah.
3: Okay, listen, so uh, if you're a vinyl fan, great news, because uh, the owner of Jerry's Records, a.k.a. the Vinyl Man, he'll set up once again at the Pittsburgh Irish Center. You know where that is? You know, no. down at the, uh, the bend on commercial, right? You know, if you're, you're in Squirrel Hill and you go down commercial. Yes. On your way from, you know, Squirrel yeah, Hill in, to Swiss Swissville Park. As, as, it winds around at the very bottom, Frick Park is on one side. Okay. And then there's this. Oh, yes. Irish I do know
4: Center, where that is. Okay.
3: Pittsburgh Gallery Center. Um, he'll bring, Jerry's gonna bring in 15,000 records from his <laughs> Swissville warehouse, where he's got a collection of more than 200,000 pieces of vinyl. He says, um, Jerry says he's going to be 70 in three weeks and he wants to get rid of these records. Everything is priced at a dollar. Expect a lot of records along the lines of Kansas, Journey, Sticks, Moody Blues, and Rod Stewart. He said, this isn't junk. This is stuff that I had a mind to sell for $3. These are not beat-up copies. These are clean copies. They'll also be 45s for people looking to load up or freshen their jukeboxes. The sale will run from 10 o'clock to 6 o'clock Thursday, 9 o'clock to 8 o'clock on Friday, and 9 o'clock until late afternoon on Saturday. Whatever has not been sold by one o'clock Saturday will be given away for free in the random box mode that uh, Jerry has used on giveaways. I was going to say he's
4: made that famous.
3: Yeah, he said this. These are not collectors' items. It's about getting those records out and putting them on turntables. We had a friend who had um, people would send him um, copies of their you know sort of their own self produced copies of music unsolicited, and he would put out a box at his place of work called The Box of Broken Dreams.
4: (laughs) Which is sad, isn't it? It was, yeah, it was. I mean, sad. It's the way it is. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you are thinking, who's listening to vinyl anymore? Oh. A lot of people are listening to vinyl. And if you ever A-B it, I mean, listen, I'm the product of a man who never left vinyl, Mm. okay? I mean, my father's father's welcoming all of the prodigals back, right? He's saying, well... You left and went to cassette, and then you went to CD, and, and some of you were in eight-track yeah. mode. Anyway, vinyl beats them all sound-wise. Oh, there's, there's no, really there's just no comparison. No comparison. Yeah.
3: Okay. So uh, I was looking on Facebook the other day. There's apparently were you part of the uh, Columbia Record Club?
4: Yes, I was. Oh, and yeah. BMG.
3: Both. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I got my like my first real me and my friend Nikki Conti. We co. Co joined the Columbia Record Club. I don't know why. We had to split like a penny, right? Right. Remember used of like course, send a yes, penny in, right. and
4: you'd get like eight uh, eight albums at or least, twelve yeah. albums or something. When I, mean, I
3: think when I joined it, I got yes. Okay. Um, oh,
4: that would—that's a good question. What did you get when you entered? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I still remember what I got. I got the Steve Miller Band. Oh, did you?
3: Greatest Hits. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah,
4: I got u uh, Two War. Whoa. I got. Um, what um, hips are you. I got. Um, uh, Aerosmith um, oh, I can't think of the name of the album uh, Walk This Way is on it mm-hmm. um, Those are only three that I okay. remember And I ended up with I think you got eight Or did was it eight. ten?
3: I don't know I, I I think at one point they were giving away twelve Because I think Mickey Leonard Skinner Greatest Hits I was okay, right.
4: I was clearly in like a classic rock yeah, phase Yes sure you were yeah. Point of No Return Kansas Oh
3: holy heck Do you have any of those left? Are they still around?
4: I have Steve Miller band Greatest Hits. Okay. That might be it.
3: That's it. I have I think I have all my vinyl.
4: Little River Band.
3: Little River Band.
4: Take it easy on me. Should be easy to see. I'm getting lost in the crowd. <laughs> Hear me crying out loud. Yeah, that was the Greatest Hits also.
3: See one of the great joys of vinyl is that you would sit there with the record on, the you know, the turntable, and then you'd pull out the album cover itself and the sleeve and look at it in minute detail. Minute detail. I have like doodles on the covers. You know, I would sit there and draw or write stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now my 20-year-old, when he first discovered my vinyl, he'd go back in and go, what were you thinking when you wrote that? Or Why did you draw that? Or It's sort of like an archival dig. You
4: said it's a mystery. Archaeological child. dig. Mm-hmm. I cannot possibly tell you.
3: Yeah. So now on Facebook, I just saw the other day, there's a new vinyl record club. They've resurrected the record club. Is it Columbia? No, it's not. It's something that says something like vinyl, yada, yada. I forget what it is. But I've seen it more than several times.
4: Wow. Well, let me say that when I joined my record club, it was CD.
3: Oh, really? It
4: was not vinyl. Oh, so you
3: did not get vinyl.
4: I did not get vinyl. I got CDs. And it was a big deal because I decided to join it because I had just gotten a CD player. And I thought, this is the wave of the future. If uh-huh. I'm going to have a CD player, I need to have CDs to play on it. And that's yep. what I got. And so here it is.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, look how long that lasted. I felt good about it. Plus, you know, the worst thing about it, remember whenever you get like your CD and like the CD would scratch and then it'd be like dead? Oh, you
4: know but it mean? was a heck of a lot easier to scratch vinyl than it was to scratch a CD.
3: Well, not, yeah. But, but, but if, listen, but if the CD scratched, it effectively killed it. It did kill it. But with your vinyl, it just skipped to the next track maybe. Maybe. Or just a little bit.
4: Maybe. It could also ruin your needle. You had to be careful with that. Your needle. I mean, you're not throwing your vinyl around, John.
3: What are you buying? I wonder where you buy a needle now. Right? No, in the old days, you'd go to, like, right? National Record Mart. W- oh, yeah, sure. David Weiss. Or Benders. Right. You're not going there anymore. No. Where do you get a needle? I don't know. Ask your dad.
4: Coming up next, Anne Kennedy will be with us at the Global Anglican Futures Conference, Jerusalem, and then Nairobi, Kenya. Next on The Right Home. 101.5.
7: Scripture says that only God knows the date of Christ's
1: return, but you can know where he will return and what will happen when he comes back. John MacArthur describes the return and reign of Jesus Christ in this unique series from the Old Testament book of Zechariah. Don't miss his study this week on
7: Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD.
10: Hi, Tom Baudet. There's a saying if you love something, set it free. Well, Motel 6 must really love Wi Fi because we just set it free. You're free, little Wi Fi. Fly, fly like a bird into the ether. Net. Of course, Motel 6 can't really set it free. We just made it free at all of our more than 1400 locations, but that's semantics. Something else we don't charge you for. I'm Tom Bodet and we'll leave the Wi-Fi on for you. Book online at motel6.com.
14: One of the biggest areas is guardianship of adult disabled children. Attorney Michelle Conti. It's such a large population that we have, and I think people just don't know what to do. And so we'll get that phone call that my son is 20 years old and he has Down syndrome and the doctor or the facility or the banking institution isn't speaking with us anymore. They're requiring all this documentation. We don't know what to do. Depending on the degree of severity of their disability, they may be able to just sign a power of attorney allowing mom and dad to help them but if they are incapacitated and it's obvious we have to go through that guardianship proceeding and it's fairly straightforward the nice thing is is that if mom and dad are elderly we can have a sibling as the backup so that they don't have to go through this whole process all over again when mom and dad pass we need to be able to draft it in the correct manner so that when the day comes they're not going to lose benefits
10: find out more at I'm Jay Farner,
7: CEO of Quicken Loans. Buying a home should be one of life's best experiences, but today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, and that can turn a great experience into an anxious one. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. It's called the Power Buying Process. We check your income, assets, and credit to provide you with a verified approval, which can give you the strength of a cash buyer. Once verified, you qualify for our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days while you find your new home. Then, once you've found your new home, if rates have gone up, your rate stays locked. But if rates have gone down, your rate drops, and you get to keep that new lower rate. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com.
10: Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewel sales job, email your resume to Trinity Jewelers at verizon.net and help
15: them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, let's start a conversation. Call me, Mike Howard, General Sales Manager, 412-937-1500.
12: I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back, and of course
5: we went to different cities. One day he called me out of the blue, and- It's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back.
6: We hadn't talked for a while, and then she texted me, and we went for a walk. She called me from time to time.
5: I really didn't think I
3: needed any
0: help. I was away from my family during the holidays, and a friend invited me to their house for dinner. It really meant a lot. He knew I was having a rough week, so he asked me to go fishing with him.
14: My friend knew that I didn't want to go out, so she brought me dinner instead. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody
6: cared and gave me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at veteranscrisisline.net.
14: .net.
3: After globe trotting this last month, first to Jerusalem where she attended the Global Anglican Futures Conference with her husband, Matt, and then on forward to Nairobi, Kenya. Anne Kennedy is back with us again. However, right now she's traveling with her children in a car down the highway, which is a world away. Anne, always a pleasure no matter where you are in this world. Thanks for being with us.
4: Thank you. All right, so tell us about this uh, Global Anglican Futures Conference. What is it? Why was it in
16: Jerusalem? And why were you there? Oh, why was I there? Yes, well, the, the Global Anglican Futures Conference, which I long to know more about the name, um, is uh, it's a, a worldwide uh, networking option for Anglicans who affirm biblical uh, orthodoxy and who are uh, trying to remain faithful to the historic um, Anglican faith. And it's Everybody ed, there are um, members from everywhere in the world, but um, the Anglican Church in North America is one of the the main, um, the main members. so uh, we got to go as delegates um, and participate in the conference, which was very, very cool I see. in Jerusalem.
0: So
3: what's it like in Jerusalem and Is this your first trip or you've been there before?
16: We got to go to the first one in Jerusalem 10 years ago in 2008, and uh, that was amazing. It's, it's so amazing to go to uh, Jerusalem for the first time, and I kind of thought that maybe it would be like giving birth, where the first time you go, you're completely overwhelmed, and then the second time you have a child, you're like, oh, that that was pretty cool, but not as exciting. <laughs> but uh, Jerusalem turns out to be really um, amazing each time. Um, it's it's just fantastic to walk around where you know the the church began and where Jesus was, and to do so with a lot of Christians uh, from around the world. It, it was it was just a very cool uh, time. <clears throat> so yeah, I think everybody should go to Jerusalem in their lifetime if they can, and just revel in uh, the life of Jesus, um, and go to the conference that you're supposed to go to and pay attention. But also, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you have to skip something, Jesus will forgive you because you're walking down the very paths that he walked.
4: So. Mm -hmm. so, Anne, you know, John hasn't been to Israel, I haven't been to Israel, and we would both love to go. Yeah. Um, we have several friends who are just, you know, trying to cajole us. And, and we're willing to say yes, if only they would pay, but yeah. they've been unwilling up to this point. <laughs> yeah.
17: You know, I want to say we're, that. We're holding a, out.
4: Right, That we are holding out. That's uh, the
16: kicker. Yeah, that yeah. is a problem.
4: Uh, okay, my, my question is, though, has it changed you since you've been there? I mean, after you saw what you saw in Jerusalem, and now, you know, you're on your way home, what? Um, does it change how you read the scriptures? Does it change how you pray? Does it change how you think about God?
16: Oh my word! It's it's absolutely transformative. Um, I think the first the first time I went, I was alarmed, um, you know, because I live in a in a the rolling country hills of upstate New York, and you can look out at the scenery and think I'm a good person and God loves me, and of course He would want to come and be with me. Um, But then you go to a a very tense place, you know, you can feel, cut the tension with a knife, the political tension and the religious tension, and it's dry, it's beautiful, but it's so different. And it's difficult. You can just see from the landscape that living there would be hard and think, wow, God wanted to come and be with us um, when we were maybe difficult to get along with. Maybe I'm a bad person. Um, that's what I really felt strongly the first time, uh, which kind of bowled me over. Um, and this time, I was just uh, so um, amazed by the history, by how long God took to work out salvation history. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just took thousands of years, and stone upon stone, which would build up and then torn down and then built up and then torn down, and the details of, of life, the ordinariness of life in a difficult place, that's how God wanted to be known to us. And it, it is, it's astonishing. Um, and I think in America, you can just fly by on your phone and not notice what God is doing and who he is and why, why he has the personality that he does. Um, and going makes it, you know, come alive in your face. Uh, it's it's wonderful. Yeah.
15: So, what's
3: that like, Ann? When you when you walk, I mean, were you at the Garden in Gethsemane, or were you at the Temple, or you know, the places where Jesus was? I mean, even though it's been two thousand plus years and millions of other people have also trod on that same ground, it's got to feel remarkable.
16: It is. This, this time we went to the old um, this old city of David, and we spent some time. Um, going through the ruins, which are right underneath the, the temple complex. And, uh, and then they, they're excavating around the temple. Um, and that is twice as big as it was when they were there 10 years ago. So they've, they've excavated up into the first temple period. They found some things underneath the sort of the part of the temple that, the wall that exists today. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, 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 Well, then part of the conference was to go and stand on the steps, the original steps of the temple that remain, and we stood there, you know, there were 2,000 of us from around the world, and we said Psalm 122, uh, which is, you know, the psalm, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and you want to go up to the house of God. Um, And so it was very moving. I'm I'm a cynic, and I'm not moved... uh, Often, you know, emotionally. And I was just sort of in a trance, a stunned uh, time. And it took me uh, several hours to kind of come out of that and get back to my usual um, cynical, sarcastic um, well, thank goodness. nature. So, yes, I know I was able to recover, but it was so moving. And, you know, I sat next to a Rwandan um, bishop's wife and we exchanged phone numbers and talked about the work of the church right there on the temple where, where Peter preached and um, healed the the lame man and where Jesus would have walked up over and over again. And the steps are, are the original one. So it, wow. was, it was incredibly moving. Nice.
3: <clears throat> so take us forward then. A- after the conference was over, your husband went home, but you moved forward to Nairobi, Kenya. What is what is the draw in Nairobi? <laughs>
16: Well, so well, I yes, I took an, an Ethiopian flight with the entire Kenyan delegation from um, the GAFCON meeting. We were all there, uh, and I went to. My parents live in Nairobi. They teach in a, a Christian university there. My dad is um, the part of the translation team, and our church supports a very tiny slum uh, preschool. In, the, um, in a smaller slum in Nairobi, there's a huge one, but ours is in a small place. And it's 23 children who um, want to be Anglican. Their parents want them to be Anglican. And they um, go to school in a little tin shack and without lighting. And so a friend from my church and I went and we made a long list of things we want to do to improve the space and ways that we can help the teacher um and um, help her you know continuing education and figure out how we can follow after the children and just know them better um, and also be amazed because you know in America, it's hard to get people to go to church on sunday morning yeah. um and in Kenya. <clears throat> it is not hard to get people to go to church. I mean, at 8 o'clock in the morning, my, we, we, my mother made me be there for the choir at 7.30, which hurt my feelings. Um, at 8 o'clock in the morning, there were 100 people in church um, ready to sing hymns. I mean, at 8 o'clock, we're not allowed to have music because people won't sing. And then, you know, this little slum school, um, there, are, there are people who want to be Christian living in incredible poverty, but who are um, reaching out and interested in the world and Christians around the world, and I I was um, uh, felt really humbled um, that we can do anything to help. Um, but really, that they just wanted us to visit was um, really humbling. Um, so I think you know America needs to look. American Christians need to look to the rest of the world for. Um, spiritual help and comfort and um, encouragement because we're kind of, we don't really have it all together here.
4: <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Alright, um, yeah. our time's almost up and but we have to ask you um, if you have taken part yet, have you voted in our online uh, contest today we sponsored?
16: Oh my gosh, no, I oh, I haven't.
4: Yeah, okay. But I will, well, guess I what? Do I have time? No, I just want to tell you what it's called. It's called Choose Your Supreme Court Justice. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and well, so I, yeah, I want you. I want you to go online. I mean, we have several people you can pick from. Of course, the the four front runners that the president's picking from. Plus, John and I have chosen some dark horse candidates also.
16: Oh, okay. Well, I will do that right now because my kids are going to scream. You know, they're. I'm making them stand outside the car while I talk to you. <laughs> um, so nice. you're, not, you're not you're not on the a car-
4: highway or anything, are you?
16: We pulled off the highway, and I nice. made them go out of the car, and they're all looking at me through the window, sadly, but I, um, I will vote Great. before I let them come I can't back wait in. to see
4: who you're going to vote for. We're very excited
3: about it. And it's always a yes. pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you. Ann Kennedy, she is the author of Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn-Out People. She blogs every day at PreventingGrace.com. dot Kennedy. Ann Kennedy.
2: When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water, seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a
3: great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience MyPillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two MyPillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. This offer ends August 1st, so don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the
5: promo code WORD. When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home. Coming soon. Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com.
3: You know, sometimes things have been around for so long and they're so basic. When you hear that someone, you know, in air quotes, invented that, it's a surprise. Now take the lowly and uh, beautiful sugar cookie, the sugar cookie.
4: I love a sugar cookie. Me too. I wish that I could eat them all the time. Yes, why can't you? I would love, well, because I want to fit in my pants. Oh, there's that, yeah. But I love a sugar cookie. I bring that up, of course, and you bring it up, because it's uh, National Sugar Cookie Day. Mm-hmm. You think, should sugar cookies really have a day? Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know. You think they should? They
3: should have a week. Okay. Maybe a month. Sugar cookies have a Pennsylvania connection. They
4: do. They were born in Nazareth, Pennsylvania in the mid-1700s. Who knew that? German colonists created the round, buttery cookie that came to be known as... The Nazareth
3: cookie. Hmm. Which then later, what? Morphed into the sugar cookie. I
4: guess it did. I see. I love, I love cookies. I just, it's one of my favorite things.
3: Somebody posted a photo of, uh, they went to a wedding the other day and they posted like the most incredible cookie table you'd ever want to see i mean seriously i mean it was an incredible cookie table and the guy was like do you think that other parts of the world do this because we know how to do it well here in western i don't think other parts of the
4: world do it what no, is that i don't know that it is truly mike did you have a cookie table at your wedding oh yes definitely okay and you had one at yours John? of course of course, oh, yeah. yeah Yeah, and i had one at mine yeah, yeah just in case you were wondering you guys yeah i sure did how about the last wedding you
3: and i were at
0: <laughs> we, to bring took, that up.
4: we took that cookie table and oh yeah we, tamed we, worked it. It. we worked it. We worked it hard.
3: <laughs> Seriously, I was I was sorry to leave. How about people? You know, oh, it, it's become such a thing now. Where you see people bring their own Tupperware containers to the cookie. I that. have.
4: Are people doing that? Oh
3: yeah, I've seen that. I've been at weddings. Where people bring their now, own Tupperware. I
4: mean, that's a like that's a little. What?
3: That's gauche. Like it's a bakery.
4: Yeah, you can't do that. People but, do
3: it. They don't care.
4: I mean, I've seen that the the bride and groom have the little containers. You know, like little boxes yeah, that yeah. you can put four cookies no, in and I've seen, leave. Like,
3: you know. Little stud of babas bringing their own little.
4: That's gonna you, you. You bring like gallon-sized Ziploc bags and a big purse. <laughs> I don't bring a big purse, but I bring in a huge, massive
9: bag. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Do you I, really? Oh yeah. Come you don't on, really dad You do not. Oh yeah. I mean, think about it. Every. I'm not I, mean, think- I mean, I've DJed a lot of weddings, and there's always cookies left, like tons of cookies left, at every wedding. Which that is I've hard been to believe. To.
3: I, I guess. So. I
9: after every wedding, the the bride and groom were like, "Please take all the cookies you want." Like okay. we we have like so many.
3: It's one of the perks of being a DJ.
9: I didn't That's right. I didn't eat a
4: single cookie at my wedding.
3: What? No, it's your wedding. It's your wedding. I'm You're probably, too I'm busy. Sure. You're
4: distracted. Right. But I'll tell you, if you and I would have attended my wedding, man, oh, we, we would have knocked yeah, that <laughs> table out. Yeah. Well, oh
3: yeah. I remember. Uh, what's the best advice you had about your wedding? Did anybody give you good advice for you before you got married? Don't do it. Don't kidding. do it. No, no come on, not Mike, no. Kidding, I'll tell you, no.
4: someone gave me very good advice. They said, put someone you trust in charge oh, of all the details. That's
3: excellent. Someone told me, smile, because all day long, people will be taking photos of you. You want to smile all the time. Oh, okay, great.
6: Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN
7: News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Trump administration has named the Sherpa for President Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee even before the nominee has been named. Correspondent Linda Kenyon
6: explains. The Sherpa guides the nominee through every step of the confirmation process, ferrying a nominee from meeting to meeting and ironing out the logistics. The Sherpa this time is former Arizona Republican Senator John Kyle. He follows in the footsteps of former New Hampshire Republican Senator Kelly Ayotte. She was the Sherpa for now Justice Neil Gorsuch. Other Sherpa Sherpas include Democratic Senator Charles Schumer, who is now Senate Minority Leader. He served as Sherpa for now Justice Sonia Sotomayor. And former Republican Senator Dan Coats, who is now the Director of National Intelligence, was the Sherpa for Justice Samuel Alito. Linda Kenyon, Washington.
7: The president will reveal his choice at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On Wall Street, the up by 323 points. This is SRN News.
8: You scream.
6: We all scream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? Or how about cookie dough? Or Heath Crunch? Or even raspberry chocolate yogurt? You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes, smothered with sliced strawberries, and again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now, head to 84 in the Springhouse, where
9: we want you to scream for ice cream.
18: People who are looking to finish their basement are usually crammed for space or have a special need that they don't have the room for. Energy Swing's
10: Total Basement Finishing System is the fastest, easiest way to turn your unfinished basement
18: into something spectacular. We have a great system that within two weeks we can convert your unused space to something beautiful, like an office, a gym, home theater, or just a place for the kids to spend their time. It's a pre-engineered system that installs very quickly and looks great when it's done. It's a premium system because it's premium performance. It's not drywall, which is one of the worst products you can use in a basement. This is a high-end performing system. has a lifetime guarantee against mold, mildew that won't absorb moisture and looks great when it's done. We can turn your unused basement space Into something beautiful within two weeks. Right now, get $1,200 off any
10: total basement finishing project with 5% off over and above any current offer for word listeners only. Visit EnergySwingWindows.com.
8: Discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. See what the largest non denominational pre K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whipio Athletics to fine arts, service activities, and more, Eden Christian Academy, Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission-true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org.
13: With high pressure dominating tonight, skies will be clear to partly cloudy with a low of 68. We'll turn humid tomorrow with partial sunshine ahead of a cold front that could drop a shower or thunderstorm in the area in the afternoon with a high of 85. Patchy clouds behind that front tomorrow night at a low of 60. Then a comfortable and less humid day on Wednesday as high pressure builds right back in. Plenty of sunshine with a high of 81. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM.
2: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Everything's coming along. Happy Monday to you. It's
3: beautiful out there, isn't it? Gorgeous day in Pittsburgh. Fabulous, yeah. Hey, um, Michelle Wolf. I did not know this name. Never heard of this. Until the the, uh, White House correspondence dinner. Which was this very unfunny monologue where she skewered the president and um, it was just over the top. of She was vile. Yeah, she is vile. So she's got a TV show apparently on Netflix called The Break with Michelle Wolf. Never heard of it. Neither did I until this morning I woke up and I started, you know, looking at uh, my feed of news and whatnot. And apparently... Um, During this last night's episode, which airs on Netflix. So, you know, obviously pre-recorded, you can view it anytime. She went on a long, maybe 12 or 13 minute rant about people who are Mm pro-life. Every vile, stupid, ugly thing. And then to top it off, she performed something that she called a salute to abortion, which we're going to play this clip. In this clip, um, she comes out dressed as um what? Someone like who's dressed in a parade, like a baton. Right. So plural. she's got
4: a red, white, and blue outfit on. Mm-hmm. This is called the red, white and blue salute to abortion. So she's kind of doing the drum major thing. Right. She's that's got it. somebody like playing a snare drum behind her trumpet, and the trumpet symbols. and the whole thing. So it's like a it's like a, great a rally. Fourth of July parade.
3: Yeah. So here's Michelle Wolf last night.
17: Saturday night. In honor of America, I'd like to do a salute to abortion in the break's 10th annual Salute to Abortion! Women, if you need an abortion, get one! If you want an abortion, get one! If you're not pregnant but you think you eventually might be and want to order a future abortion, get one! If you're pregnant and you want to be pregnant, don't get one! It's up to you and it doesn't have to be a big deal. It's actually a great deal. It's about $300. That's like six movie tickets. Movie tickets, a bad deal! (laughs) And women, don't forget, you have the power to give life, and men will try to control that. Don't let them. God bless abortions and God bless America!
3: Is that not vile, disgusting? What she says, God bless America and God bless abortions. This is a major Netflix show, I'm sure seen by a million plus people across the country. Of course, it's streaming right now on Netflix. So uh, you look online, and there are – obviously, it goes along political sides, right? Uh, Pro-life, anti-abortion – People are supporting this. People are praising her for yeah, calling out pro thing. life hypocrisy. If you,
4: I was just looking on Twitter uh, when we were getting ready for this segment, and the Twitter responses are ninety percent against her segment. 95 percent. There but are very few, press, peop- but there are very few people. Listen, that's the beauty of something like Twitter: is we're not going through mainstream press. That's why Twitter is popular: is that anybody can say what they want. Yeah. Ninety five percent of the people I have read in the last hour think it's appalling.
3: Well, thank goodness. Uh, Yahoo Entertainment. Trump responsible for. More abortions than the invention of back what does alleys.
4: Trump have to do nothing. With ab- nothing. Nothing at
3: all. Nothing at all. Comedian Michelle Wolf salutes abortion with high style. I mean, what if, we've lost our minds.
4: I really, I really do think that this is a loser for the pro-abortion movement. I really do. Because it's so extreme. Because it's so vile and it's in such bad taste that it makes the whole movement look like all they're doing is a rah-rah cheerleading team for abortion when I really think that if you go back to the 1990s when Bill Clinton was president, safe, legal, and rare – is what he ran on in abortion, okay? And if you're just looking at it in political terms, I think that was the closest they came to really getting people's hearts. I think this will turn more people to the anti-abortion
3: movement. Well, look what happened Or, during- at,
4: le- or, or at least way away from whoever Michelle Wolf is. Well,
3: what about the Democratic National Convention, right, in 26? I mean, that whole thing was pro-abortion as well.
4: That's valid. And they would not let one pro Life person
3: speak. It was a celebration of abortion from the Democratic platform. You're right. And so this is just another standard bearer. Yeah.
4: Michelle Wolf. Look, it's not funny. It's tragic. It's it's unbelievably um, attention getting as far as just throwing gasoline on a fire. This is the kind of thing that all of us, regardless of your position on abortion, need to speak against. Because this is not helping us in our national conversation about anything. This is someone who is not educated, who does not know what her facts are. And she's spouting things. She actually said in this that 25% of women in childbearing years have had women. abortions. In One in four. That, I have never. I, look, I, I'm, I've been involved in this issue for decades. I have never. Heard that figure. Yeah. Never heard that figure. Here's the deal. She's I mean, spouting it, off all sorts of things that she does not know, does not understand. But it's
3: not just her. It's her writer's room. So there's it more than several room. people. And who are, who are the hundreds
4: to- of people sitting here in a studio audience laughing, laughing and clapping? Applauding. Oh, it's proudly. just sick. It's absolutely yeah, sick.
3: People, people would leave that performance and go, gee, that sure was fun. That was a great night out. That was worth my time. There's nothing there that's fun or good or true. It's vile. Fair-minded
4: people are trying so hard in America to try to forge some type of ground where people who disagree can at least speak to one another so that we can understand each other. So it doesn't have to be this incredibly hostile, angry uh, cultural marketplace of ideas, which is what we have now. Michelle Wolf is what we do not need. I don't care what her perspective is. If she agreed with me, I'd still hate her perspective yeah. because that is not dialogue and it's not funny.
3: No, no. And it's driven by a hardcore liberal media, which is mainstream and, it, and it's broadcast across the world. I mean, this is so easily found on Netflix. You're, you're paying money. Really, I want to cancel right. my Netflix. Okay, to so subscription let, me, to this. let
4: me also say that. I think it's important to, to also say that it makes a mockery... Her whole monologue, the whole stupid act, makes a mockery of every woman who went to an abortion clinic or went to a crisis pregnancy center and realized that this was the decision that was going to change their life forever. So whether they got an abortion – or they decided against abortion and they decided to carry their baby to term, raise the child, give the child up for adoption, whatever they decided to do, that decision was so important, so paramount, that it was going to change every day of their life after that. This is an embarrassing, insulting commentary for every woman. It sure
3: is. Yeah. Anyway that's Michelle Wolf that's mainstream media that's America in 2018 we'll take a break and come back uh, we got a nice chunk ahead hey uh, today's Tom uh, Tom Hanks birthday 60 oh. 62 years of age
4: 62 years old let's yeah. talk next about our favorite Tom Hanks movies
3: all
9: right
6: w-o-r-d
19: here's dr charles stanley
15: one of the riches of the grace of god for you and me is the power and the strength to live victoriously and triumphantly god doesn't want you and me failing in the christian life we all do at times but he wants us to learn the truths to know how to walk through difficulty
19: here the series the source of my strength This week on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley.
7: Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD.
4: Many of you know or have worked with my friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial, and so you know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But did you know they're also offering the very best group health plans in the nation? Small, even large groups medium groups Marley's got you covered giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to Highmark UPMC Johns Hopkins the Mayo Clinic any hospital you want because Marley's giving you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors give Marley Financial a call ask your questions 724-884-1496 and find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania 724 for $14.96 at MarleyFG.com.
10: Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at
12: verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. Tired of working for everyone else? With Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Pittsburgh, you can be your own boss and own your own business. It's a common dream that too often goes unrealized. As owner of your own commercial cleaning franchise, you can finally take control of your future. Vanguard Cleaning Systems offers you a turnkey opportunity that takes you through everything step-by-step, from the initial setup, marketing, and even providing you with new customers. Even if you have no experience, Vanguard will equip you to succeed at your own pace. Vanguard's expertise is why they're consistently ranked as a top franchise in Entrepreneur Magazine. Isn't it time you stopped working for everyone else? Discover the daily joy of being your own boss. All it takes is an initial upfront investment as low as $5,000 that will quickly pay for itself with Vanguard's proven model of success. To start your own janitorial business or expand your current one, call Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Western PA, 724-870-4120. Diabetes, high blood
19: pressure anxiety meds everyone's on them if you're a 50 year old male maybe a bit porky and you may even have type 2 diabetes a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month call term provider speak with big lou at 800-444-2013 big lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013.
4: The Express Employment Professionals Team sends a big congratulations to all parents of 2018 graduates. Whether your graduate has a clear vision for the future or is feeling a little uncertain about what's next, the Express Pros are here to help. Their Express Jobs app helps to make applying for jobs easier for those who want to get right to work. And for those who want to continue learning and building skills, their Express Learn program offers 18 CTC courses at no charge. Learn more at ExpressPros.com or call 412-494-2000. Hello.
0: My name's Forrest, Forrest Gump.
18: Do you want a chocolate? I could eat about a million and a half of these. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. and me was like peas and carrots. (laughs) Now you wouldn't believe it if I told you. That
0: I could run like the wind blows. That day on, if I was going somewhere. I was running.
3: Of course, that's uh, from the film *Forrest Gump*. It's uh, one of Tom Hanks' most uh, iconic roles, of which there are more than a handful. So we're talking about Tom Hanks because today he turns sixty-two years of age. Hard to believe. Tom Hanks has been around for so long. He first started out uh, known to the American audiences in the uh, TV series *Bosom Buddies*.
4: Oh, I forgot about that. Remember the two guys? Yeah. I'm looking at New Mike. That New Mike wasn't even born. He probably, wasn't. When Bos- *Bosom Buddies*. Was what born. year?
3: Any idea?
4: Uh, *Bosom Buddies*. Oh. Nineteen eighty.
3: Exactly. Is that spot on?
4: Oh, it's such a rare moment that I get that.
3: Very nice. Yeah. So, bosom buddies. And so, his appearance in in that show led to other uh, sort of guest appearances in Happy Days, where he met Tom. Where he met Tom um, Ron Howard. And then Ron he was on Happy Days. Yeah,
4: oh no, I didn't know that. A couple
3: of guest appearances, okay. and then so his introduction to Ron Howard came at the same time as Ron Howard's star was rising in Hollywood, and Ron Howard cast him in uh, Splash from nineteen eighty four. Yeah, so uh, the first movie which he was most known for was Splash, nineteen eighty four. Um, let me run through a few of right, these and I'm ready. sort of pick what these might be. Um, some of the, you know, you know, in any actor's careers there's highs and lows. Um how about The Man with One Red Shoe? I don't <laughs> Not familiar. Okay. Volunteers. Mm-mm. The Money Pit.
4: Oh, great film. Was that Helen Hunt who played the woman?
3: Oh, let me see. The Money Pit. Uh that's Richard Benjamin who did, oh, somebody, Shelley Long.
4: Shelley Long, yeah, got it.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um after The Money Pit, let me see what else. Um Volunteers, uh, nothing in common. Every oh, dragnet.
4: Never saw it. Oh, that's. A pretty I mean, good I remember film. the TV show, but I never saw the yeah. movie.
3: His breakthrough film, Big. Right. You ever see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, then he turned into a punchline, which was a, fa- a film, a film about um uh stand-up comics he wanted to be a stand-up comic well that was with sally fields don't know the it. burbs an american comedy directed by joe dante this is like sort of like um uh, a teen film cory feldman carrie fisher bruce Dern. Mm-mm. um how about oh this turner and hooch
4: oh my gosh i love that movie that's a good film mm-hmm. yeah but wait the dog died at the end right
18: uh, yeah, I think the dog died really? at the
4: end. Why, why, why do we have to live through dog movies where the dog dies? Can't we just be happy with dogs? Yeah.
3: Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. A lot of films feature dogs dying. How about uh, Joe versus the Volcano?
4: Uh, I remember that film, but I don't think I ever saw that.
3: It's Meg Ryan. hmm. Patrick Shanley, he wrote this. Hanks plays a man who, after being told he's dying of a rare disease, accepts a, a financial offer to travel to the South Pacific. Okay. Uh, the Bonfire of the Vanities. A yeah,
4: di- you know what? I loved, loved Tom Wolf. I didn't really like that book, and I didn't really like that movie. I like the book. Okay. The
3: book is sort of like a snapshot a, a, of New York City mm-hmm. in the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, Melanie Griffith. Was, yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Radio Flyer. Nope. Remember that? You never saw it? Mm-mm. Radio Flyer. Is that about a wagon? Uh, yes, it is okay. mm-hmm. Our, uh, Adam Baldwin is in this A League of Their Own Oh my gosh 1982, film
4: yeah. Oh, such a good movie yeah. So crying in baseball
3: Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, Madonna Madonna
4: was very good yep. mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell was yep.
3: great uh, 1993 Sleepless in Seattle eh, Overrated Really? That's what I think Really? I'm surprised because you're a big Mick Ryan fan. I am, fan.
4: but I, th- I, I mean, it was, it's fine. It's not the greatest.
3: Okay, uh, then
4: great soundtrack.
3: 1993, Philadelphia. Oh. Right, this is Tom Hanks. Uh, he won the Academy Award HIV for that. AIDS. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Demi and Denzel Washington.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Forrest Gump, 1994.
4: Iconic. Uh, uh, I think he won the Academy Award f-
3: for that for as that well. Too. I don't know. I, I don't know,
4: know, know he won it for
3: Philadelphia. Did he? Uh, Apollo 13 outstanding Excellent one of my just two.
4: an absolute must-see film if you you know what that should have been on our list for fourth of july films mm-hmm.
3: yeah you're right about you that. want
4: to talk about a film a that celebrates the best of american spirit that's apollo 13 three
3: guys on the edge of the moon Ugh. um toy story it's one of the greatest animated films of all time
4: one two or three which one's your favorite
3: uh i know
4: i know hard How pick. Do you, i know i know
3: because you know, three does a really great job.
4: I cried and three at three. Mike, please tell me, have you seen all the three Toy Stories?
9: Yes. Um, first one is definitely my favorite. Okay, by far, other right. one just made me weep. I yeah, wasn't it just it. I didn't <laughs> take it. What are you gonna do?
3: The end of childhood. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, nineteen ninety six. I love this film. That thing you do.
9: Oh
4: yeah. Oh my gosh. My top ten of all time.
3: He wrote and directed it.
5: Oh wow.
4: And assembled the ideal cast for it. Yeah. And the soundtrack, you cannot believe those are not real songs that charted. Yeah. I mean, I every every song in that soundtrack is fabulous. Yeah. That's I great, love, love film. that film. They yeah. just had a reunion.
3: Oh, did they? The all, band.
4: Oh yeah. The band had a reunion oh, maybe fabulous. six months ago.
3: Nice. Uh, nineteen ninety eight, perhaps the most graphic and compelling portrayal of a battle. Uh, saving Private Ryan. 27 minutes of the opening of that film, truly just shocking, the brutality, the violence of that. After that, after that opening, then the film sort of settles down into a kind of meh search for Private Ryan. But the opening un- unto itself at Spielberg is fabulous. You've got mail.
4: I love it so much. I can't come up with all the words. <laughs> really? I'm I'm out of adjectives for how terrific, funny, Charming, Nora enlightening. It's every. It's. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Really, You've I got could mail. quote it over and over and over again.
3: Toy Story two nineteen ninety nine. That's what I told you. Go to the matches from the Godfather. <laughs> How about this one? This is on cable television a lot. The Green Mile from nineteen ninety nine. Never saw it. Oh, it's fabulous! Really terrific film.
4: That's uh, Stephen King, written by Stephen it King. It is. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, Castaway two thousand. Mm, never saw that. It's either. It's a wonderful film as well. My big fat Greek wedding, two thousand and two.
4: Wait, he's in that?
3: He? Oh, uh, no. I see. think he.
4: Just, I think he just produced that.
3: He co-wrote it. Okay, he co-wrote
4: it. Oh, he co-wrote it. Yeah. That. You know what? It's funny. You should bring that up. I just watched it last weekend in a bus. In a bus? In oh, a bus. really? That is a great film. Oh yeah. That film has so many angsty places. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. That's a great movie. Yep.
3: How about the Road to Perdition?
4: Oh, that's a very that's a very good film as a very dark film yeah it is Paul that's Newman. the one about gangs in gangs in new york exactly right? yeah daniel craig yeah Paul Newman, that's, that's a very good Jude film. law um, it's not for kids
3: um, catch me if you can
4: oh um, love that movie. film. leonardo dicaprio
3: yeah directed by spielberg um and he plays the a, fbi agent yeah
4: <laughs> what a story that's a great story. you cannot believe that that actually happened i know yeah oh, terrific story
3: the lady killers joel and ethan cohen the Cohen screenplay, based on the 1955 British Ealing comedy, written by William Rose. Don't
4: know it. Do a, you know it?
3: Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. Highly recommended. Um, Connie and Carla. He was a producer on this. <laughs> uh, the Terminal. That's a good film. It's a true story about a guy trapped inside an airplane, an you know, airport terminal. He cannot leave. Why can't know, he leave? Because he's, tr- he's, he's, a, he's a, not a citizen of the United States. And he's uh, he denied entry, oh, I don't so he know must it. stay in the airport terminal. This is a true story as well. It's a great, great film, uh, The Polar Express. Mm.
4: <laughs> I, never, I never, thought it was that big of a deal. Yeah,
3: yeah. The Da Vinci Code. No, please. Horrible, and it's a
4: terrible book. Yeah. Terrible book. If you want a suspenseful book, a thriller, something that's interesting, Dan Brown is not the author no, you should be no. going for.
3: Cars. Never saw Cars. Oh, that's a great film. Oh, yeah. so
4: what did he? He voiced. He voiced, voiced it. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
3: Uh, the Ant Bully. That's another. No, never heard of it. Okay, uh, Evan Almighty. Great movie. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
4: Really funny and thought provoking. Yeah,
3: Charlie Wilson's War. This is a um, based on the story of U.S. Congressman Charlie right. Wilson. He's a CIA operative. Never saw it. Uh, the Simpsons movie. He voiced it. Uh, the Great Buck Howard. It's pretty good. Mm, John Malkovich starred in that. Uh, Angels and Demons This is um, Oh da that's Vinci the Dan Code. Brown thing It's dumb Yeah Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, Where the Wild Things Are
4: uh, uh, I don't really like that book Yeah I, I think that's
3: also an overrated children's mm-hmm. book uh, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close mm-hmm. I don't know this film uh, Tom Hanks is stars I don't know that either yeah, John Wait, What's Goodman. that about? Extremely Loud and Incredibly Funny That's the one uh, The novel that's, by the same name That's
4: the one about 9-11 right?
3: Yes Okay Yeah Cloud Atlas 2012. I don't know that. Parkland. 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 Uh, oh, it's about JFK. That's about JFK yeah. Yeah. Saving Mr. Banks.
5: Oh,
4: what a movie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you love Mary, Mary Poppins or if you love film, if you love especially film musical, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's worth the price seeing how. Uh, Rogers and Hart. Is that mm-hmm. Rogers and yeah. Hart? Yeah, I think it was. How they tried to convince her, um, P. T. Travers, to buy into that. It's just yeah. oh, it's tremendous. Great movie.
3: How about Bridge of Spies? It's a fabulous <coughs> film. It's a true story.
4: I'm sad I missed that.
3: Oh, you never. I seen need it. to watch that. Yeah, that's uh, again. That's uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen. That's really is excellent. He's a he's a, a um, reluctant insurance salesman who gets sucked into something really weird. Um. Ithaca. Ithaca. I don't know this film. No, I don't Ithaca. know um, Sully. It's no, a great Sully?
4: No, I would like to see that. Oh, that's
3: a great movie, yeah. Um, the Circle. I don't know this. A, an American techno thriller. I don't know that. Um, Mark Felt, the man who brought down the White House.
4: Never heard of it. Oh, yeah,
3: I know that. Yeah, that's uh, the guy. That's Deep Throat. That, that, that's who Mark Felt was. All right. The Post... Which uh, I did not see. Look, I'm... T- I did not see that. Th- that was up for an Academy Award. Last year. Yeah.
4: Look, I'm just tired of seeing the film where the journalist is the
3: greatest hero in the yeah, world.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm, journalists are great, but okay. yeah, I'm just, I'm tired of that story. And
3: uh, Toy Story 4 comes out in 2019.
4: Okay. All right, favorite films. I'm going to ask Mike, I'm going to ask you, your favorite Tom Hanks movie. Oh, that's hard. It's okay, really, okay, really difficult. Okay, then give difficult. me two. Give me two. Mike, you have, a, you have something? Shh. I was going to go with... Um, Forrest Gump, but I got—I have to go with Saving Private Ryan. Oh, really? Okay, okay. I just love it. Well, if you can do two, then you can pick those. All right.
3: Okay. I would say uh, the Green Mile, and uh, boy, uh, geez, I don't know. Yeah, um, I know it's really um, that hard. thing you do.
4: Okay. All right. I think I have to go. Yeah, yeah. It is Tom Hanks' birthday. I think I got to go. You've got mail. Okay. And that thing you do. With Apollo 13 as a close runner-up. Oh, yeah. And you know what we didn't talk about? We didn't hmm. talk about Band of Brothers.
3: Oh, oh that's right. Because he, well, he executive produced yeah. that, didn't he? Yeah,
4: and, he, I, and I believe he he wrote, I mean, the, it's a true story, but I think he wrote the screen the, yes. the play oh, for did how he? it was okay. going to be laid out.
3: What a career. What a career. Holy what a career. Holy and smokes. So he's st- 62.
4: St- and still married to Rita Wilson yeah. for multiple decades.
3: Uh, he could be around for at least 20 more years. I love you know, him. What's he going to produce in the next 20 years? I don't know. I can't wait to see. That's a life well lived. Hey, uh, stick around. Uh, we're going to talk in a little bit uh, about Supreme Court picks and up, from Alliance Defending Freedom. And up next, the Thai Rescue. We'll hear the latest.
9: Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? That's 800-518-4020.
2: When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. JD Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY.
6: When you're a kid, Idlewild is a place full of adventures. There are rides that are just your size, treats to tickle your taste buds, and special friends like Daniel Tiger to touch your heart. When you're a grown-up, Idlewild is every bit as magical, every bit as memorable, every bit as fun. Idlewild and Soak Zone, because you love to see them smile. Save up to $18 on select days when you buy online at Idlewild.com.
2: This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy & Hagerman. Estate administration isn't something we do on the side. It's the heart and soul of our practice. Any attorney can write a will, but we have the experience to administer your estate plan properly to achieve the goals we all share. To protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones you love. How you get there is specific to your situation. So let's talk. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law.
10: It's Trinity Jewelers 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 19th through 21st and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. they just lost their minds and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary, half off, half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road at TrinityJewelers.com.
13: With high pressure dominating tonight, skies will be clear to partly cloudy with a low of 68. We'll turn humid tomorrow with partial sunshine ahead of a cold front that could drop a shower or thunderstorm in the area in the afternoon with a high of 85. Patchy clouds behind that front tomorrow night, a low of 60. Then a comfortable and less humid day on Wednesday as high pressure builds right back in. Plenty of sunshine with a high of 81. I'm Mikey Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. Hey,
3: welcome back. This is making the ride home with Kath and myself today. We're super excited because this is a reality television at its most historical finest this evening.
4: 9 p.m. We're all tuning in because President Trump will announce his uh, latest nomination for the Supreme Court of the United States. Right, And we're excited about it. We're so excited about it that we have a contest going. Um, you know, when it's time for the Academy Awards, we do this sort of thing. Yeah. When it's time for it, we used to do it with other award shows until we hated them all. <laughs> Right. Because people are insufferable yes, and want to lecture yes. us on everything, and I can't stand it anymore. Anyway, but uh, the latest contest is called Choose Your Supreme Court Justice. Yes. Find us on Facebook or on Twitter, please. Hashtag primetime judge and vote for who you think the president will pick this evening. Okay. We have the top four front runners, and we have several dark horse candidates just waiting. In fact, hoping for your vote.
3: Yeah, So we ask you to go online at the ride home and uh, chime in with your vote. Now, uh, if you choose the correct justice, yes, during tomorrow's if show, you and
4: the president agree,
3: yes, during tomorrow's show, we're going to pick two fortunate winners, mm-hmm. and those winners will each receive a four-pack of tickets to Idlewild. Idlewild Park, four free tickets. That's a pretty nice gift. It's a gift. pretty
4: nice prize. Yeah. Pretty nice prize. We're going to give it to two people.
3: Okay.
4: Um, and so people are voting even now, I will tell you. Um, many more people voting on Facebook than Twitter. So all of you uh, people in the Twitterverse, would you please find us on Twitter? Kathy underscore Word FM. John Hall underscore Word FM. Um, the runaway favorite right now uh, is Amy Coney Barrett.
3: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Okay.
4: Everybody's gotten votes. I mean, all for, Everyone. Well, all four of the candidates that the president's considering have gotten votes. Okay,
3: but not some of the dark horses. Have not. Very, very dark. Have not gotten votes. All right, so uh, the the choices are Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. Thomas Hardiman, mm-hmm. Brett Kavanaugh, and Raymond Kethlitz. Now, there is a local favorite. You should know there that. There is. Would you not want to see the terrible tile waved in the Supreme Court uh, chambers? By Thomas Hardiman. Yes. Mm-hmm. right, a local Pittsburgher.
4: Wouldn't it be great to have a local Pittsburgher sure on the would bench? Be. I mean, that would be a brush with greatness. I mean,
3: you get to see, you know, you know
4: what that would be? Mm. That would be like um, the six steps of the six
3: separate what six degrees thing? of separation? Yeah, exactly. Oh, and speaking of that, his, his birthday. birthday his today. Bar- no, it was yesterday. Oh, it was
4: his birthday's yesterday. Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon. The
3: six degrees of yeah. separation. Yeah. So,
4: I mean, we have to be way less than six if Thomas Hardiman gets on the Supreme Court. Oh,
3: yeah, heck. I
4: mean, for crying out loud, yeah, I think he'd want to be on our show.
3: <laughs> no, push it, Kath. Okay. I mean, I appreciate the high quality. Why? Climb. I feel like, I, no, I feel so. good about it. You know. I
4: feel really good about it. Anyway, so please find us on Twitter and on Facebook. It's choose your Supreme Court Justice. Yes.
3: Now, let's talk about the dark horses. Okay. Okay, because there are a few super dark horses here. Yeah,
4: but I think they're all, they could be worthy candidates. All I right. mean, I will acknowledge that each one does have a major impediment to uh, the president choosing them this evening.
3: You mean like being alive? Right. Okay.
4: Right. Like um, Samson.
3: Samson is a dark horse. Right. He, see-
4: him not being alive does hold him back.
3: Right. He may be the darkest. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: How about S- Simon Cowell?
3: Simon Cowell's also a dark horse. I do believe he is not an American citizen.
4: We probably don't want someone on the U.S. Supreme Court who's not an American citizen. Plus, he'd bully everybody. He does judge everybody and everything. He sure does. That, so, that'd be rough. All right.
3: Um, judge Judy. Judge Judy. Now, I... I like Judge Judy. Several people have voted for Judge Judy. She's stern, but I think she's fair, right? She she has deep wisdom, and she does not suffer fools gladly.
4: As we talked about in the first hour, what's the major impediment?
3: Her salary. Right. Right now, I don't know what these Supreme Court justices make. I would imagine, what do you think? Mike, do you have any idea? Would you do do a little uh, quick research on that? Yeah. What is the annual salary? Run down to the library and look that up for us. The annual salary of a Supreme Court justice. I would say what? um, A hundred and... $70,000? Seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark.
4: That's what I'm going to get.
3: Plus endorsements.
9: Two
4: hundred fifty five thousand $255,000. Oh, 250- wow. Well, pardon We're me.
3: Two fifty five. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a nice little chunk.
4: However, Judge Judy's latest contract, yeah. in fact, what her salary uh, ended up being in the 2017 year was forty eight million
3: per yeah exactly so mm-hmm. she's gonna have to be a big steep decline
4: that would be a big step down but because Judy.
3: she loves god and country you think she would you know go for it
4: i don't know if she loves god or country but
3: i would imagine i this. hope she, does. Oh, yeah. I I hope she
4: does yeah i hope she does yeah i hope she does adam levine and blake shelton that's a two-for-one deal yeah you can vote for both of them
3: the idea of like a tattered leather coat wearing guy and yeah. you know although and i think they're divisive as well
4: here's the thing what would be great about it is they'd sit backwards during de- during deliberations, <laughs> right, <laughs> right? right? I think that'd be great because they yeah. don't want to be they don't want to be influenced by how a person looks or what they dress like or right, whatever. Right, no right. no visuals whatsoever. They're just going to listen to the arguments. I see.
3: And then, and then as they write their you know their dissension or their you know what, what do they call it the um their opinion their opinion piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of them writing, they'll just write a song.
4: They could write a song, right, that- but I think that their greatest um, asset they could bring to the U.S. Supreme Court is that they're extremely competitive with one another. Adam Levine So Blake if Sheldon. one, and you're getting a two for one, you have yep. to vote for them both, one could go with the left and one could go with the right and they could make like oh. discourse much worse, but perhaps like incredibly entertaining. Yes.
3: And they would, maybe they would do like a Supreme Court greatest hits album.
4: They could do that. Mm -hmm. You know, they get every season on The Voice. They do get up, you know, all the judges get
3: up and do a song together. There you go. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. Maybe
4: Ruth Bader Ginsburg has some kind of musical ability we don't know about. She's a big opera fan because she and Scalia used to go to the opera together. Okay, all
3: right. And I think I would say maybe, uh, other than Samson, our our wildest uh, of dark horses is whom?
4: Elihu Smales.
3: Elihu Smales. Mm -hmm. Who would that be, Kath?
4: Well, I think probably the uh, biggest roadblock for him uh, ascending to the bench would mm-hmm. be the fact that he's fictional.
3: And the actor who played him is no longer with us. <laughs> he is dead. So the film is? I don't want to tell. Okay.
4: I feel like people should look it up and c- maybe come on to our Facebook page, uh, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, and make a comment about okay. Elihu.
3: Now, if, if this person were alive and mm-hmm. he would serve on the Supreme Court, be very funny. <laughs>
4: sure, sure would be. would be very funny entertainment seven days a
3: week yes hey we'll take a quick break we're gonna get serious here in a few minutes imagine that we're gonna talk from alliance defending freedom jim campbell who uh really has a good handle on what we should expect this evening
6: 101.5 word
1: barbara newman has wound up being a friend and a mentor to lots of younger
9: women what they tell me is that What I want is someone who will listen to my life, listen to what I'm saying, help me process it, and make biblical decisions.
1: What mentoring looks like when it happens organically. Next time on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey.
9: Tomorrow morning
7: at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD.
6: You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day. <sighs> That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity. Made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com
1: When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line. A long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just the mattress store. Experience an original, the Original Mattress Factory. Stop everything you're doing right now and ask yourself, are you currently receiving steady paychecks? What about when you're retired? Will you receive a monthly check to cover your expenses and also have some fun? Kurt Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group calls this mailbox money. It's the monthly check you'll receive throughout retirement. Kurt wants to help remove stress from your retirement. He doesn't want you to worry about if the money will show up or how much money you'll receive. The only thing Kurt wants you to think about is how to spend it when it arrives. Find out how to get enough money in your mailbox every month when you're retired. Call Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group at 412-515-3555. For a complimentary retirement analysis with strategies that could help your nest egg provide you monthly income you'll need in retirement. Call right now, 412 515 3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, and Accurate Investment Solutions, Inc.
13: Hi, I'm John Henny from Henny Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to-have and to-hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life.
1: Hi, this is Clint Hurdle, manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I want to invite you to the ballpark on Friday, July 27th. For our annual Faith Night at PNC Park, after we host the Mets, some of our players and I will be discussing what an important role that faith has played in our lives, both on and off the field. Join us and visit Pirates.com slash Faith Night to reserve your seats. We're looking
2: forward to seeing you at the ballpark. More details at WordFM.com slash Pirates.
3: As we've been talking about throughout the show tonight, President Trump unveils his new Supreme Court pick on primetime television. Here to talk to us about that is Jim Campbell. Jim is the senior counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom, where he is the director of the Center for Cultural Engagement and Scholarship. Jim, welcome to the show.
11: Thanks for having me.
4: Yeah, we're excited to um, to get your rundown on these candidates. We're not asking you to advocate for any of them, um, but we would like to find out as much information as we possibly can. So can we just start out with Raymond Kethledge?
11: Sure. So uh, Judge Keth- Kethledge is on the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, which is over um, uh, Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Uh, he has been a judge for the better part of a decade, uh, roughly thereabouts. And um, so, you know, it remains to be seen whether Judge Kethledge is picked, but he is someone who has, has a lot of judicial experience. So I think that that is one thing he has going for him. Okay. Um,
4: let's talk Amy Coney Barrett.
11: So Judge Barrett has has been on the bench for less than a year. Uh, She was appointed to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals by um, President Trump, um, like I said, very recently. Um, She previously was a professor at Notre Dame. Uh, She is someone who has expressed uh, a lot of views in support of interpreting laws and the Constitution consistent with their original meaning. Um, And so ultimately, again, we'll have to see if... If um, Judge um, Barrett is someone who um, makes the, the final cut in the end, and you, then Brett Kavanaugh, let me let me
4: let me let me break in for one sec. Do you think her being on the bench for less than a year is disqualifying?
11: I, I do not believe it's disqualifying. No, but yes. I do think that it's a factor that 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 many will consider.
3: I see. And so then, talk to us about Brett Kavanaugh.
11: So Judge Kavanaugh has been on the bench for a long time, and he's been on the prestigious uh, D.C. Circuit Court. Um, he's issued lots of high-profile decisions over the years, and um, he is someone that has earned respect in many different corners. Um, he's someone who actually clerked for Justice Kennedy, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. Um, and so, uh, but that, that he is someone with a good, strong track record as a judge. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. And the last one is um, our local
11: favorite, simply because Pittsburgh. he
4: worked here in Pittsburgh, is Thomas Hardiman.
11: Sure. <laughs> judge Hardiman. Uh, on the the Third Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, He is someone who uh, was, as best we can tell, the runner-up last time around when uh, Justice Gorsuch was put on the court. Um, Again, a a long judicial uh, track record, a a pretty strong judicial track record, and someone who uh, has expressed uh, support for interpreting laws as they were originally understood.
3: I see. So, Jim, um, um, right before airtime, we were looking at uh, the New York Times, and essentially they were saying that uh, President Trump has made Made His pick. Um, Do you have any inside peek as to how that would work? I mean, uh, once the pick has been made, is the person who's been selected ensconced inside the White House or I mean, how much of a blanket, you know, sort of um, news blackout is expected? Uh, uh, How does that whole thing, the machinations, that machinery
2: work?
11: Uh, I don't know. That is a good question. I don't know all the inner workings of it, but but if uh, the president made his pick, then it's likely, uh, although certainly not a guarantee, that that person will be present when he announces it tonight, in which case that person is already working their way to D.C., if not already there. Um, So certainly... Uh, there are more people than President Trump that know at this point. Um, but as of now, they've done a good job of keeping the rest mm-hmm. of us in the dark. Good.
4: Now, help me remember what this process looked like in previous presidencies. I know that Trump was the first person who actually put out a list while he was a, ca- a candidate, saying these are the people that I'm going to pick from. Um, but did we know the front runners in previous presidencies? I-, I don't remember this.
11: Yeah, that you know, that's a good question. I don't... Uh I don't remember if we did or not. Okay, uh, I think I think at this point, um, you know, we certainly had the front runners uh, with Justice Gorsuch's seat, where they had it narrowed down to two, and, and we all expected it to be either Justice Gorsuch or Judge Hardiman. Um, so I I think uh, in times past that there has been a narrowing down process, but certainly we've never seen anything like this formal list.
19: Yeah, this is certainly a
3: a, a new transparency that we've never witnessed, I think, before in Washington, D.C. Hey, Jim Campbell's with us from Alliance Defending Freedom. Jim, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom has been in the news a lot lately. Um, certainly here, uh, our audience at Word FM knows the name very well, but, but talk to us about uh, ADF. You've litigated, you've achieved nine victories at the Supreme Court in the last seven years, you played a major role in 54 victories, Um, but for the, I think, the common person, especially people who are not, you know, conservatives or even evangelicals, ADF is somewhat of a mystery.
11: Yeah, so ADF's been around since uh, 1990s, and we are an organization that is focused on defending religious freedom and defending rights of conscience. Um, we do other issues as well. We, we deal with issues involving life and marriage and family. But our, our first and foremost uh, focus is on religious freedom and rights of conscience. So as you mentioned, over the course of the last seven years, we've had the great privilege of winning nine cases before the U.S. Supreme Court. Most recently this past year, um, we have... Won uh, two cases, one on behalf of a Colorado cake artist who was uh, being punished by his state for trying to live out his faith in how he how he conducted his business. And then we also won a case on behalf of California pro-life pregnancy centers that were being forced to essentially point the way for abortion in violation of their, their convictions.
15: Well, Jim, thanks an
3: awful lot. I think, like yourself, uh, we're all waiting with bated breath here for the 9 o'clock this evening as President Trump unveils his pick.
11: All righty. ADF
3: our most fundamental freedoms, Alliance Defending Freedom, are under attack. And these very attacks could happen to you and your business, your school, or even when you volunteer. We need you to act right now to protect not only your freedom, but also the freedom of our children and our grandchildren. We ask you to do this. Go to ChristianOutlook.com, click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner to find out how you can join in the fight or call right now, 800-654-3369. That's 800 654 Three nine six nine Alliance Defending Freedom.
10: You don't know when your AC unit will call it quits, but you can rest assured it'll be at the most inconvenient time possible. And who has all day to wait around for a tech to arrive? With Ventec, there is no waiting around, including evenings and weekends. Ventec will repair and replace forced air, central AC, and even offers split mini duct units to heat and cool individual rooms with flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees. Clean, courteous, convenient, and A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Ventec. 412-793-0661. Isn't crushing candy just boring play the hit puzzle game best fiends it's sweeping the nation tired of matching candies give best fiends a try it's fun fresh and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family download best fiends for free in the app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends
18: you know they say the best is yet to come
4: Can't leave today's program without talking about the uh, the cave rescue that is continuing to be uh, front and center of every news report today. I love it so um, much. Don't you love this? Yeah, the update is that the eighth person is out, and that's according to. Let's see, that was updated three twenty four. Yeah, have. let me refresh here. I'm I'm on the New York Times website. I don't know where you are. Yep, you're on the same. Yep. Okay. So uh, a week after rescue dive This is the Times article um, The week after rescue divers emerged In a dark and flooded cave To discover that against all odds A missing team of Thai soccer players Had somehow managed to survive 10 days of isolation Their rescue continued with astonishing rapidity So eight people are now out of the cave complex The latest four extracted Were taken to the hospital um, The leaders of the rescue operation Said he was optimistic that the remaining five Could be brought out of the cave tomorrow New air tanks are being positioned along the escape route, and guide ropes are being
3: tightened. I heard that the when the guys were the kids were in there with their coach mm-hmm. that they were licking the water off the walls to stay hydrated. Wow, it's a smart idea. Can you imagine how dark that is no. in the cave? Have you well, ever been in? That? I've been.
4: I was just in a cave a week and a half ago, and they do. We I was in a cave. Turn in, the uh, out. Yeah, they turn the light out, and it is staggering how dark it is
3: you cannot see you your cannot hand in front of your see, you face you
4: cannot see anything no
3: so all those kids in that cave for all those days <laughs> and i to me the horrifying thing would be we're, we're stuck in here we're going to die in here no one's going to come look for us right all of to,
4: it's horrifying being in a cave having there being water in a cave you know out of all of the crazy things people do like you know jumping out of airplanes and Parasailing and hang bungee gliding jumping. and bungee jumping, and everything. There, to me, there is nothing more terrifying than cave diving. Spelunking. It's such a horrible idea. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I I like the idea of you know pushing things you know f- for fun. Oh, but to be in a cave. Gosh. That's oh, really scary. And with
4: water, it's just. I am so grateful that there are people who know that much about cave diving and were able to engineer this it is shocking you know it took them when they got the first group out it took them 11 hours um two cave divers to one kid so two to one took them 11 hours in and out the last time um it only took seven or eight hours so they're they're getting faster because they say that the the um divers know the route now Mm -hmm. right but you know none of these kids can swim and I read an article today about the fact that the Thai government is, is trying to do a public education campaign because parents in Thailand think that if they teach their child to swim, it'll increase their chance of drowning. What? And so most Thai kids can't do, swim. Not of these kids can swim. swim. No. In fact, they said even people in Thailand who make their living on water, like fishermen,
3: can't swim. Can't swim. Really. It's a cultural. So they're
4: hoping that this would be a catalyst for the country to understand how important it is to learn how to swim.
3: Huh? That's really interesting. Yeah.
4: I I need to make sure that we um, mention a man by the name of Saman Gunan, thirty-eight years old, the retired Navy SEAL diver from Thailand who died in the cave when he ran out of air underwater, trying to get the uh, the canisters set up before the
3: rescue started. Yeah, so his life in service and sacrifice to these kids and the coach. I mean, I fully expect, I think the rest of the world does, that everyone's going to come out of here safe. But everyone's going to be. Well, if
4: that is the case, it will be absolutely miraculous. And what, what an inc- They said there are 100 people right now who are actively involved in the rescue operation. In the water? Uh, in, in, the, in the area. I don't know if they're in the water. I don't know if they're in the cave. I don't exactly know where they are. But there are 100 people actively involved in the rescue operation. Wow.
3: Fascinating. Now, I wonder what happens to the the the, uh, the coach. Right? He's an assistant coach, isn't he?
4: Right. Yeah. The actual coach it, was not in the cave. Right. And so, I mean, he's he's got to be given a tremendous amount of credit for keeping those kids positive, yeah. for keeping them sane.
3: But at the same time, people are going to go, "Well, what were you thinking? Why well, did you both, take those kids in the first place?" But here's
4: the thing: both are true.
3: Yeah, right. Your goat and your hero at the mm-hmm. same time.
4: That's right. I mean, why did you go in there in the first place? But well, when you did, you kept ten kids yeah. alive.
3: You know, this 12 is twelve kids of alive, things. right? Yeah. There are thirteen of them all exactly. together, right? You know, th- there are a few times in our lives, and of course, it ha- does happen in everybody's life, where there's a clear defining moment for these thir- these twelve kids, these thirteen people. That's this is the defining moment of their lives forever and ever, and hopefully, they'll all come out alive. They'll all be in good health in short order. They'll be back with their families, and God is with us all.
4: And they'll be grateful that they, uh, the authorities didn't take the six-month option, oh my which gosh. was we'll just leave them in there for six months. We'll give them food and water, but we'll get them out just after uh, yeah. after monsoon season is over. Hey, don't forget about our contest going on right now on Twitter and on Facebook. Choose your Supreme Court justice. We'd love to hear from you. If you pick the same person that the president picks, then we enter you in a drawing for a family four-pack. Yep. Tickets to Idlewild Park.
3: It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy. Hey, we're
2: tuning in at 9 o'clock. We'll see you tomorrow. God willing.
4: Plus, we will fetch you tomorrow.
2: The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications.